listening to The Purple Stethoscope. I am your host, Devin Nixon, family nurse practitioner. None of the information in this podcast is sufficient nor intended to diagnose your personal medical issue, but there's a lot to learn, so let's start the show. Hey, everybody. You may be wondering where in the world I have been. Well, you may have noticed that healthcare as we know it has changed um, since COVID really blew up. And uh, you may recall I'm in Washington State, which uh, was the state with the first case of coronavirus. Um, and we've just, you know, been doing numbers. Um, we've been passed up by Louisiana, by New York, um, but it has been a journey. And being one of the first areas to be hit with it, we were also one of the first areas to start uh, developing a plan on how we would receive these patients, triage these patients, quarantine these patients so that we wouldn't unknowingly spread the virus in highly congested areas. Um, In my hospital, I have to just shout out my hospital. was amazing about it. Um, We had a tent up outside the ER, uh, three different um, acute respiratory centers for people who had symptoms um, off-site from the hospital, so keeping them away from our sick and most vulnerable. And another thing that we did was we transitioned probably 90% of our outpatient appointments to telemedicine, to video visits and telephone visits. I worked nine hours from home today. I didn't even have a lunch break, y'all, because, you know, there's just so much coming in, Uh, a lot of anxiety, a lot of people who do have chronic disease and are having exacerbations of their chronic conditions and don't know what to do because nobody wants to go to a hospital right now. So I apologize for being MIA the past couple of weeks, um, but things are good. My mom is actually staying with my brother um, because I'm in and out of the house every day. You know, I'm, I'm going, well, not every day, like today I worked from home, but many days I'm still going into the hospital and going into the clinic um, and then coming home. And I didn't want to be doing that um, with my mom in the house. So there's been a lot of change Um And, you know, I tell people it's like laying track while the train is coming. You know, we're doing the best we can, trying to keep up with the needs of the people, trying to keep ourselves healthy. One of the things that's happening in a lot of areas is healthcare workers and medical providers are falling ill um, and worse. So I apologize. I was not a good podcast host, but I've been a dang good nurse practitioner, and I hope that makes up for it. So during this time of high anxiety, this time of uncertainty, this time when we really find ourselves alone, maybe more than we have in years, I think, you know, it's a great time to implement what I call a peace practice. A peace practice could be prayer and meditation. It could be yoga, it could be Reiki, it could be Tai Chi, it could be just a sitting practice. I mean, I shouldn't say just because sitting is, is um, 
profound. And, you know, thinking about all this and ways to navigate this time, I uh, thought back to a guest that we had on the show back in February. You may remember her, Kiera Flipping. Kiera is a mental health therapist as well as a Reiki master, and she's got some other irons in the fire. She is the uh, founder of Core Empowerment and the Afrochi podcast. Links to both will be in the show notes. I'm so excited to have Kiera back. Yes, thank you for having me again. I'm so excited to be chatting with you again. I'm excited too, although these are under very different circumstances. Yes, yes. Um, we, I think the episode we did together, the heart of it that aired in like February, the beginning of February and Mm -hmm. (laughs) things changed shortly after. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think anybody saw this coming. It was very unexpected. Yes, it was. It was, I mean, those of us in healthcare were kind of following it, but we, we did not anticipate such a quick mm-hmm. spread and such a vicious um, situation. I mean, it's just, it's different than anything we've seen, which, mm-hmm. you know, brings me to why I wanted to talk with you again. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are an energy healer, um, yeah. a, a Reiki master. And for those of us who were just learning what Reiki is and just starting to get our, our feet wet in that, Uh, And the idea, you know, first, before we can even Mm -hmm. get into the practices, wrapping our minds around the idea. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's it's completely different. Our energy is different and our access to people like you is completely different. Um, Let me pull this up. Sorry, I'll edit this. But um I was trying to find the questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, is this a good time to implement a daily sitting or meditation or yoga or Reiki practice? Because it's like anxiety is so high and everything is so uncertain. So I could think of good reasons too, but I could also mm-hmm. think of reasons why I, you know, it's hard to get settled. What are your thoughts on, on starting yeah. a practice during a time like this? Absolutely. So I can totally agree. I know for some, you know, this is a hard time to start even thinking about or considering having a sitting meditation, yoga or Reiki practice. Um, and the first thing that comes to my mind is that because these practices causes us to sit and to be still and during a time like this, that can be uncomfortable to sit and be still with your thoughts, with your body. Um, you know, so I can see why that would make someone uncomfortable, but the opposite of that is, I think this is a perfect time, um, You know, for a lot of people, this pandemic has started new symptoms of anxiety, right? Mm, But for others that were already experiencing anxiety, this has now heightened their symptoms. So my thought is this is the best time Mm, to really start adapting some new practices um, or if you already had a practice and you were kind of on and off, you know, for some people, um, 
they're not working while others are working, you know, around the clock nonstop for some that are not working who now have time who used to say, you know, I don't have time to meditate. That means I have to get up early and I'm already getting up early for work. Or I don't, I don't have time to do yoga because I have to get off work and go do A, B, C, and D for those who now have a more flexible schedule. Time is on your side to really start adapting some of those practices. And then for those who, you know, they're still going to work, you know, maybe even more so for them, they're still having to go to work. So their anxiety is even more heightened while some are able to stay in the house and and be safe and take care of themselves. For those who have to go out, I imagine their anxiety is even more increased, which is even more of a reason to start adapting um, some of these uh, strategies, these techniques that you mentioned, sitting, meditating, yoga, Reiki, but again, these practices will cause one to really sit down um, and do some introspective work. How are you feeling? What are some things that are triggering you? Um, especially, you know, with yoga, um, with it being more so of a, of a moving uh, meditative practice, and so with just sitting and meditating. Um, but I, I would say this would be the best time. Yeah. Yeah, I fall into the group of people who still have to go out, still have to go to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I work in a hospital at that and Mm -hmm. a clinic. Um, And it is, I've never, I can tell you, I've never dealt with anxiety. Like, I'm just Mm -hmm. not an anxious person. It's not my nature. Um, And I've been dealing with that for the first time in my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm touchy. I think we talked about this before, you know, touching patients and just, you know, laying a gentle hand and, you know, having that energetic exchange. And that is all gone. You know, first it was like, okay, yeah. we're not shaking hands. And it was like, we're not hugging. Then the physical exam became one of those things where it was like, well, I, I, if this person got COVID, <laughs> then I'm going to get it right now because I'm all up in their space with my stethoscope mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, so, yeah, so it's been interesting. I have definitely mm-hmm. experienced what you're talking about. And, you know, I love yoga. I call myself a yoga enthusiast because <laughs> I'm not the person who, you know, can do all the really beautiful, intricate asanas, but... Um, I enjoy my practice and it helps me stay centered, but Mm -hmm. sitting has helped so much during this time. And I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not good at, um, you know, having a regular sitting practice. Um, so I sent you a couple of, of links of things that I thought are, are great starts and I'll put those in the show notes. And I love yoga green book and I, I uh, Mm -hmm. do different challenges or I don't even call them challenges because challenge just sounds so aggressive or, you know, (laughs) but I I really appreciate motivators. Exactly. Exactly. So I appreciate their offerings. Um, The breathe in challenge really helps with journaling, being reflective. Um, But I, I am so interested in Reiki. I listened to Yolanda on the Afrochi podcast mm-hmm. and you got me. Listen, I'm now I'm going back through her <laughs> archives. <laughs> yeah. And see, and that's the thing with, 
with Reiki, with meditation, with yoga, with sitting, like just with energy in general, you mentioned, you know, when you're working with patients, you know, feeling that connection is almost sort of lost because you can't touch them. But with Reiki, you'll learn that energy, there's no limitation to time or space. Mm. So I can send you Reiki right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you can send Reiki to your patients with them in the waiting room. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why I love Reiki and I love energy work so much. Um, and just in that first Reiki class level one, just learning the basics of energy and of the healing power of energy, yeah. um, And, you know, now with the pandemic not being able to do the in-person Reiki session, still being able to offer distance Reiki, still being able to offer distant Reiki attunements for those who want to become uh, Reiki practitioners, that's the pure beauty of Reiki. And when you develop that sitting and that meditative practice, you start to, you know, develop mantras that you say to yourself, that's energy. Your Mm. words, what you speak is energy, you know? So that anxiety can sometimes take us down this rabbit hole and we start you know, mouthing all these things and, you know, this rabbit hole of, well, what if, well, what if I touch her with my telescope and she has COVID now, I got COVID, da-da-da. You're, that's energy. You know, so you speaking that, you're tracking COVID to you. Like, you're like, over here, Corona, like, come to me, I'm I'm vibrating (laughs) with you, like, I need you over here, you know, Yeah. versus, you know, give feeding yourself more positivity, you know, still being smart, still maneuvering through your community with a level of intelligence, but not allowing that fear and that anxiety to up the ante to the, to right. the energy so then right. it attracts to you, you know? I hope you're enjoying this interview. We'll be right back with more after Community Round. Hey everyone, just wanted to do a quick wellness check and see how you're doing. Our lives changed almost overnight as COVID-19 spread across the globe. Some of us who've never taught anything are now teaching our children via homeschool. Some of us don't know how much our next check will be or where it will come from. This is a crazy time to say the least. And I don't wanna downplay the anxiety that comes with the uncertainty of when this quarantine business will end and how we'll get back on our feet once it's over. I do want to encourage you all though, that this time can be used to really develop our own personal practices. Peace practices, I call them. Things that call in peace and help us relieve stress and anxiety, which in turn actually boosts our immune system. I'm so honored to be speaking with Kiara Flipping again today. And I hope you'll check out the show notes for links to her offerings via Core Empowerment and with the AfroChi podcast. I hope that you're enjoying this conversation. I hope that you're learning and I hope you'll check Kiara out on her social media platform. Listen, we're in this together and we will get through this together. So deep breath.
let's get back to the show. been um, really good if that makes sense at manifesting Mm -hmm. and I'm dealing with another side of that right now because I'm so used to being able to create with my mind and attract you know but you know that can go reverse yes that's just like people try to sit and manifest money into their life and manifest all these good things you can manifest a bunch of negativity as well if that's what you're meditating on. Right. If that's what your thoughts are consistent of, then that's what you get. Oh, it's always something. Oh, it's one thing or another. Oh, another bad day. Right. Well, probably you're going to wake up tomorrow with here yet another bad day. So Versus true. waking up and maybe something didn't happen the way you want and you say, you know, it's okay. Didn't happen the way I expected, but you know, tomorrow will be a better day. You know, now you're manifesting a better day, you know, versus manifesting another day of not so much of a good day. So we have to look at manifesting in our words, you know, both sides of the coin, Mm -hmm. you know. I do know. And like I said, you know, um, I think that sitting has been helpful for me during this time Mm -hmm. just because I have to redirect my thoughts. And as soon as I start thinking about, you know, having anxious uh, self-talk, then I'm like, okay, nope, nope, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to settle and and turn this around. And, you know, it's it's so wild when you say about sending Reiki to patients. I'm going to interject a real quick story. This was years ago, but... This was one of these um, experiences where I'm like, whoa, you know. (laughs) So Mm -hmm, at this mm -hmm. time, I was working on a progressive and critical unit as a bedside registered nurse, a bedside RN. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, had a practice of praying for my patients on my way to work. So Mm -hmm. I have about a 35-minute commute. And I'll just ask the Lord to go before me to, you know, give me favor to help my patients to get well, to, you know, guide me and direct me Mm -hmm. as far as what they needed. And, you know, really to just go before me and give them a helping of whatever it is that they needed. So I get to work and I have this guy and this was my second day with this with this guy. And um he was very stoic. He wasn't very talkative. He had, you know, one of those wives that kind of is fussy and like scurrying around the bed Mm -hmm. and in the room and just really, you know, worried about her man, which we can understand that. And, um, she, she said to me, you know, he was, he was just different this morning. He just had this kind of, um, almost puzzled, but peaceful, uh, look about him. And, and I asked him, I said, well, how are you doing today? And he didn't say anything, but his wife goes, I think he had an experience, a spiritual experience this morning. I said, well, what do you mean? And, um, he, I guess he woke up at a certain time and he looked over his wife and said, did you feel that? And she said, well, what are you talking about? And he said, well, well, what does, when you experience God, like, what does it feel like? And so she's trying to talk with him. He's trying to, you know, articulate what he felt. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, 
I'm just thinking like, wow. And so he was asking me yeah. if, if I believe in God and if I pray. And I was like, well, I do. And I, I actually pray every day on my way to work <laughs> for my patients. And he, mm-hmm. he said, well, what time? Mm-hmm. He said, what time do you come to work? And when I told him what time I was driving, he just looked at his wife and they just started crying. And I was like, wow. it was one of those things where I was just like, whoa, like I I, I don't claim to know a lot about much of anything, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just going with what I believe and what I have experienced. But that was one of them things where I was like, wow, you know, that was Absolutely. incredible to me. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so you mentioned distance Reiki, um, <laughs> and I want to hear about this. I'm so sad that I missed what you had going on. Um, I saw your Instagram after the fact, and I think you had a distance Reiki offering or something uh, to that effect. Yes, yes, we did a, a, a distance Reiki share, so a bunch of uh, Reiki practitioners all came together in our respective locations all around the world. We came together wow. same day, same time, and we collectively sent Reiki to, I think it was about 11 women that signed up. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was it was amazing. Mm. Um, and we offered it for free um, just to be able to send some positive energy Absolutely. to those that are you know, really experiencing some different things in relation to everything that's going on. So I would have never even thought to look for distance Reiki. Um, My yoga studio closed. I've been just, you know, really working out my personal practice without being so dependent Mm -hmm. on others to get me into a certain space. So I've appreciated Mm -hmm. that. But Reiki, I would have never thought I could access <laughs> distance Reiki. So for somebody who, you know, is looking to align their energy, is looking for some help dealing with, you know, the stuff I was talking about earlier, just a new anxiety and, and not to, yeah, you know, yeah. blow off anyone who's dealt with, you know, mental health concerns for a long period of time. But for some of us who haven't, it's like, this is uncharted territory and Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. a a panic or an anxiety that comes with that. How can we access something like distance Reiki for those of us who need guided um, meditation or guided help with getting centered? How do we access it? Absolutely. Um, So myself, as well as some other healers that are on the Afro-Chi Healers Directory, Mm -hmm. offer distance Reiki. Um, So with distance Reiki, again, you can be literally anywhere in the world. You don't have to be in the same state as me, um, the same country as me, anywhere um, to be able to access distance Reiki. So... You want to look for a practitioner that is either at the Reiki level two or at the master's level. Um, At those levels, the practitioners are able to um, send the distance Reiki to you. So you just want to 
again, look for practitioners. Uh, typically, uh, practitioners, if they are uh, sharing their offerings, they will typically list that they offer distance Reiki or they'll say Reiki level two or master. So if you see level two or see somebody listing as a master, well, definitely as a Reiki master, um, you can offer distance. Um, and I know some level twos offer distance as well. So if you are looking to work with somebody, um, either myself or you can, you know, look through the FOG directory of healers um, to see if there's somebody that you want to have a consult with or schedule with um, to access the distance Reiki. I'm definitely... So that's, again, the beauty and joy of Reiki. Right. Is that the person does not... <laughs> have to be and that just goes that's just energy yeah you know like how you prayed over that guy yeah you you oh your patients you send them reiki you're sending them positive energy when your kids go off to school and you mm-hmm. say you know whomever you know you identify as your higher power please protect my child blah 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 like you are sending energy that way you know like that's what it is yeah um yeah. You know, it's easily accessible to, to anyone who is, you know, open and and looking for, you know, a way to really tap into some inner working. Well, I'm definitely going to put the link in the show notes so people can uh, yeah. find your website and find the directory. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got time. So take time and browse through the directory. Look at, click yeah, on people's websites. See what they're about because... You know, there is a lot of negative press all the time circulating about us as black people, right? So right now it's that we're dying at much higher rates. And not to say that any of that's not true, but if we don't pick and choose some of what we take in about ourselves, then we can get caught up in this kind of negative association with what, you know, blackness is and what our experience is. And, you know, when I sit and I go through the directory, I see these incredible women who are doing the dang thing and just, you know, um, very knowledgeable in their craft. And it's just like, you know what, I can identify with this just as easy as I can identify with some other stuff, you know? So, um, take some time, you guys, and look through that directory. I promise you will be blessed. Um, and also, you know, phone calls and zoom videos, this distance we're being we're in a time where you can't just meet the girls after work and you know catch up but we Mm -hmm. are familiar Mm -hmm. with that and we're familiar Mm -hmm. with that energy we're familiar with being able to hug and feel that just welcomeness we can do a lot of that distance and and you know, we've gotten so far away from talking on the phone, right? Like everything is text mm-hmm. or social media or whatever. But some of these phone calls, you know, pick up the phone and call somebody, um, reconnect with an old friend and, and check in with yourself and see how you feel when you hang up because it, the, the Absolutely. energy is real. Um, 
So I want to ask you um, in closing, because I have seen uh, that you are doing some yoga teacher training, uh, which I I just think that is so cool. I I really, (laughs) I, I just... You know, people ask me all the time, are you going to become a yoga teacher? And I'm like, y'all, if you could see in my room when I'm practicing, you would not be asking me this question. No. <laughs> you know, yoga is so much deeper than that. Yeah. Yoga is so much deeper than that. I promise you. Like, it, <laughs> if you do decide mm-hmm. to get into yoga teacher training, you will see that the poses are so they come they come last like there is so I hope so because they come last with me (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness there's so much more so how did that shift with the quarantine and sheltering in place how are you doing your yoga teacher training you know and I I actually have yoga teacher training today um this this is the weekend so um it's like a four day Thursday through Sunday and oh, wow. we are doing everything online. Wow. So this is a joy. So with yoga teacher training, we have to teach. Um and we have to teach each other. So with everything being virtual and with a lot of yoga studios now offering online teaching, we're now getting that experience. Wow. So <laughs> learning how to teach a class virtually. So before this, all of our teachings were in the studio. So now I feel like, hmm, I'm getting a little extra extra training that wasn't even a part of the original curriculum. That's so I'm right. learning a new tool, how to now teach online right. uh, classes. So, yeah, everything is online. Um, all of our lectures, they're on Zoom. We're all set up. You can see everybody, hear everybody. That's awesome. We're all kind of posted up at home on our mat, sitting down for the lecture. And then we get up and we rotate, um, whether it's, you know, learning a new pose or learning an assist or teaching uh, a class. Everything is virtual. So I have a very, very awesome um teacher Courtney at Shabak Yoga she has yes. totally adapted and oh my gosh. she is amazing I, so she's like we're yes. going to keep rolling we're not going to delay anything super flexible um so everything is still going oh everything is still moving and shaking I love yes. Courtney I love her story I love her yoga mm-hmm. what did, she's amazing oh, she said um that's what she said when I think of her I think of this quote Om was the sound of the universe before God said, let there be light. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just, yes, I'm so jealous of you. That's awesome. You know, it's similar in medicine. Like, we're doing everything telemedicine. And so the the, uh, thing that we're learning is how to really ask questions, how to ask a question in the way that you elicit the response that you would have gotten with a physical exam. You know, okay. um, I can't just yeah. touch you or listen to you. I have to ask you uh, or get you talking and see how long it takes for you to lose your breath. <laughs> so we're, we're really honing different skill sets. Um, I am just smiling for, from ear to ear. It's always great talking <laughs> with you, Kira. I feel like you sent my dogs yeah. Reiki because my dogs are... I have evening on one side of me and blue on the other side, and they are just stretched out like 
<laughs> Chilling. And that's the thing too. Animals get Reiki too. I I feel like they give me all the Reiki. I need to oh, <laughs> give it, it back it. for sure. Well, Kira, you are amazing with your practice, with your um, Reiki, with your your mother. You're an entrepreneur, a, oh, a yoga. Uh, now, what do I call it? You're because I feel like yoga practitioners, anybody who practices yoga, but you're soon to be a yoga teacher. And yes, uh, yes soon to be. I just love Almost it. Almost done. You are really <laughs> the embodiment of the flip side to what a lot of millennials, you know, um, mm. experience or talk about, like not having opportunities and, you know, having to carve out their own way or say you you you're just like the other side of that coin. Like, yeah, it's different, but look what you can do. And I just love that thank so much. That. <laughs> you, you guys, you. please check out the Afro-G podcast. You will not be sorry. You haven't heard Aww. conversations like this, especially amongst black women, because historically we've been, you know, so some of our non-church-related um, uh, practices have, were hushed and tucked away, but we're out here in mm-hmm. the open just connecting, and the Afrochi podcast is a wonderful example of that. Kiera, I wish you all the best. When this is over, we're coming out different and better, I think. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Well, there you go, you guys. Something else you can add to your toolkit to learn about while you're sheltering in place. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the show notes. Until next time, eat fresh and dance. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Purple Stethoscope. I'm your host, Devin Nixon, family nurse practitioner. You can find me on social media at D the NP. That's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and now Patreon. If you liked what you heard, Go ahead and share this episode and then head over to Patreon to see how you can further support this work.